All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed up taxpayer bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am Bronin, your host. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And make sure that you like, subscribe, follow from whatever platform you're listening to. I'm on all the big streaming platforms. And I want to kick off the show today. I'm circling back to a story that I covered last year. And that was the break-in at the Dallas Museum of Art, which is downtown. And it's actually, it's a fine museum. It has a lot of uh, the old masters in there. It has all kinds of art, paintings, and it has Asian art, and it has uh, Latin American art, and it attracts a lot of big shows. Recently, it had a Cartier exhibit with with all of these Cartier diamond artifacts. It was actually a brilliant exhibit, and it was really worth seeing. And they also had a Van Gogh exhibit, I believe that might have been in 2021. And it was all of Van Gogh's paintings that were specifically in like olive groves or something like that. And they were able to bring in those pieces from, I believe, mostly Europe. But in the summer of 2022, so just last year, there was a break-in and $5 million worth of art was destroyed, mostly Greek pottery. And the culprit was a 21-year-old young man, completely out of his mind. As we know, young men, regardless of race, their brains develop well into their 20s. And so it is pretty common for young men in general to be aggressive. And that's why most of the people in jail, if they're older, even if they're older people, they probably entered the prison system when they were young men in their early 20s. But I wanted to follow up on this story because as so often happens, many of the heinous crimes that we read about several paragraphs into the story or toward the end of the story, the article will reveal that the person who committed the heinous crime has this long rap sheet, often violent, often gun-related, often going around crashing or stealing cars and things of that nature. And so basically, even after a person commits a heinous crime, it seems like they're typically and more commonly back out on the street before you know it, committing their next string of heinous crimes, so it seems. But I am happy to report that the culprit here, he is still behind bars. He's still in jail. He has been there since the summer. He's got a $300,000 bond. He's awaiting his next court appearance. This is according to the Dallas Morning News, which published an update at the end of January. But they also posted photos. They shared photos of the destruction this young man caused in the museum. And $5 million, sure, that's a lot of money, but pretty quickly, art can reach $5 million. It doesn't take too many pieces to reach that, but it's remarkable, the destruction that this young man did. 
the the photos are incredible. It's actually a horror show. And I want to read to you the story that the Dallas Morning News published regarding this young man. So Dallas police have released to the Dallas Morning News photos of the scene at the Dallas Museum of Art last June when a man allegedly broke into the building. Yeah, he ended up he called 911 on himself. There were multiple security guards in the building. They had absolutely no idea what was going on. They were completely oblivious to the fact that this kid was going around smashing cases filled with ancient Greek pottery and uh, silver and all kinds of stuff. I, I mean, it's amazing that he he wasn't ripping paintings down off the wall and, and cutting them open. I mean, the destruction that is evident in these photos is remarkable. So he allegedly broke into the building and caused widespread damage to property, including several works of art. So he was also smashing computers and he, you know, obviously smashed through the glass door. The photos offer a look at the extent of the damage to three ancient Greek artifacts housed on the museum's second floor and a contemporary piece included in an exhibition of Native American art, police released hundreds of images in response to a public records request. A third-party review of security measures that the museum launched after the incident is still in progress. DMA officials plan to share details from the review next month. I guess that means February 2023. Haven't seen those details yet, but I will be looking out for them. The DMA has received tremendous support from the city of Dallas, the Dallas Police Department, Dallas City Council member Paul Ridley, museum members and fans, and the arts community. The museum said Thursday, the DMA is committed to protecting the art in our care and has already made some significant changes to security, yet hopefully a little bit better than the Dallas Zoo. We continue to work closely with security experts at Chameleon Associates and with the city of Dallas to make further critical improvements. Conservation treatments on the damaged objects are underway and are set to be finished by July, the DMA said. Among them, an amphora, small box, and drinking bowl date to the 5th and 6th centuries B.C. The contemporary piece, an effigy bottle by Cato artist Chase Cowinett Earls, was acquired by the museum in 2020. Brian Hernandez, 21, was arrested at the museum on June 1st and charged with criminal mischief of $300,000 or more, a first-degree felony. Oh, so, so pardon me, I guess his bond isn't $300,000. That's how much, that's what the charge was worth, criminal mischief of $300,000 or more, a first-degree felony. He was indicted on August 18th and remains in Dallas County Jail. Awaiting his next court appearance, his lawyer has declined to comment. Recordings of 911 calls obtained by the news in November revealed Hernandez had spent more than 15 minutes on three floors of the museum before security realized a burglary was in progress. Only after Hernandez called police on himself from a museum phone did DMA security guards learn of his presence, the calls showed. Police said Hernandez approached the building's glass front doors with a metal chair before entering at about 9.46 p.m. 
I love that sentence. That's a, that's a real poetic piece of work right there. Approached the building's glass front doors with a metal chair before entering and no, no indication of what he might have been doing with that metal chair or how he entered, of course. After the news report last year, the Dallas Morning News, the DMA laid some of the responsibility on City Hall, saying in a statement, as a city-owned and operated facility, closer collaboration with and support from the city of Dallas is vital to our success. We will do everything within our power, the museum said, to prevent similar situations and look forward to critical collaboration with the city of Dallas on deferred maintenance and other operational issues with our facility. More than 7,000 works of art in the DMA's care are owned by the city. The museum's full collection numbers 25,000. Of the pieces damaged in the break-in, one is city-owned. On Netflix, there is a fantastic documentary. It's about the Elizabeth Stewart Gardner Museum, which is located in Boston, Massachusetts. And even though I was born and raised in Boston, and I attended high school very close to that museum, and in fact, my brothers actually attended the high school right beside the museum, I I've never actually entered it. And you know what? I think art museums, you typically you have to be an adult to really appreciate them, unless you're just one of those kids who really appreciates a classic art, the old masters. Anyway, the I bring up the Elizabeth Stewart Gardner Museum because it is perhaps one of the most famous museum heist situations in the history of the art world. And I believe, if I'm correct, that... So obviously none, none of the paintings have been recovered. None of the art has been recovered that was stolen. And there were quite a few pieces, including, I believe, a Rembrandt. He, he painted a ship. It was his only seascape or something like that. Extremely valuable piece of art. Others were taken. This was back in 1990 on St. Patrick's Day. So it's a very infamous situation in Boston. The documentary, phenomenal. I believe it's a three-part series, really worth watching. But basically, the lesson that I would say, if you were anybody in the museum world at all or running museum security, th there can't be a museum security guard in America who doesn't know about that case. And uh, basically, there were, uh, there were two or three men who got into that museum. They claimed that they were Boston police officers and they were dressed in Boston police uniforms. So that's how they broke in. And the security was very lax. It was super lax. There, There's like barely, if any, footage in terms of video footage. And it, it was just a security disaster, right? And the, the lesson that should have come out of that is every single art museum needs to beef up security. The works that they hold are constantly increasing in value. And so it's just insane that a world-class museum like the Dallas Museum of Art, which hosts all kinds of works from a Van Gogh collection to a Cartier exhibit. You know, I think there's Picassos in there, there's ancient Egyptian art in there. There's all kinds of stuff. So a complete nightmare that a 21-year-old who said that he was mad at his girlfriend or had just broken up with his girlfriend 
can just break through the door with a chair and cause all of this destruction. And the security guards have absolutely no clue that this kid is even there. I tweeted some of the photos out, actually, that the Dallas Morning News published, including of the perp. Uh, Nice-looking young kid, but just clearly went out of his mind. The Dallas Morning News, they have almost 40 pictures, so I'm not going to tweet out everything, but I'll tweet a link to the article as well. I've tweeted that out, so that way... You can check out those photos, but it is, it's really, it's a horror show in there. It's unbelievable. All right. So I actually did a little bit of digging. I took a break. Apologies here. I am a one man volunteer operation. And anyway, I, I found another article. This actually appeared at the end of February, also in the Dallas Morning News about the security measures that are being enacted since the museum, the Dallas Museum of Art, was broken into in June. I won't read the whole thing, but there are some pretty interesting, rather revealing quotes in here from various board members and staff and people associated with the museum. So, since an intruder broke into the Dallas Museum of Art in June, museum leadership, working with a group of high-profile security consultants says it has pinpointed and moved forward on a sweeping series of changes. And, and wait till you hear what, what they needed to hire security consultants to pinpoint what they actually need. In a recent exclusive interview with the Dallas Morning News, DMA management outlined what the changes will be after a burglar broke through the museum's front door. A burglar. They, they make it sound like some art thief who trained his whole life to break into museums and had experience or something like that broke into the museum. A 21-year-old kid with a chair got into the museum and was undetected and probably would have been able to get out of the museum and go home if he wanted, if he didn't call 911 on himself while there's a bunch of security guards in the building. So this burglar broke through the museum's front door according to police, and seriously damaged four artifacts going undetected until he picked up a museum phone and turned himself. Yep, we read that. Augustine Arteaga, who became the DMA's director in 2016, called it a critical moment of transformation for the 120-year-old museum. Joining Arteaga in the interview was Deputy Director Tamara Wooten Forsyth, New board president Gowrie Sharma, who previously spent a decade with Dallas-based HKS Architects, Ashel Morgan, external affairs director, and Jeremy Halbrech, a former trustee who previously served on the DMA board for more than 28 years. Forsyth said, Chameleon Associates, the California-based security firm hired by the museum to review its measures, completed a site visit in early November 2022. The team delivered a preliminary report on November 28th and a final report in mid-December that cited a trio of priorities covering, Forsyth said, the procedural and strategic in addition to personnel issues in our system and our facilities. We've taken this incident very seriously. We very much consider it our duty to be responsible stewards of the art in our collection and to ensure the safety of our visitors and staff. 
you know, I I almost can't even believe that how many people the Dallas Morning News got to speak on this break-in because as I'm reading this article and when I was looking at the article, it sounds like children. It, you can't even believe how unprotected this art was. 25,000 pieces. Dallas Museum of Art. It's, it's a world-class institution. It should be. And it, it sounds like they had a bunch of, uh, little green army soldiers who were responsible for protecting this art. So I'm skipping ahead. The DMA, she said, is also working with the city of Dallas, which owns the building and the land beneath it, in her words, to harden the perimeter. Forsyth declined to disclose the overall cost of such improvements or what Chameleon is charging, saying of the latter, it's in the high five figures. Some changes occurred before Chameleon was hired. Halbrich said the company came into review. Soup to nuts, everything that has to do with security. Founded by Israeli military veterans, the firm provides security consulting and training to a range of groups and venues, including art museums, the DMA said. It wasn't even just security, Forsyth said. It was a full-scale overview of our institution and to assess any potential threat. It was not just a simple box to check saying we did this. It was meant to assess any potential threat and to provide recommendations as to how to fix them. You don't already do that when you're an art museum after what the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum suffered over 30 years ago in Boston, the largest art heist in history, I believe. I, those artworks, they are, they're in the hundreds of millions of dollars worth of value, still unsolved, paintings never found. I hope they weren't destroyed. But how does every single art museum, how do they not conduct thorough reviews and checks every single year on a regular basis. Asked why the DMA chose Chameleon over other candidates, Forsyth said, honestly, it was the reference checks, also the interviews. They were very clear in the process that they were looking at us holistically. They were focused on everything. I'm not going to insult anybody's intelligence by reading further because I, I don't know if the Dallas Morning News did it on purpose, but it seems like th these people just have absolutely no clue whatsoever about how to protect art. All of these people who are have these high positions in a museum or they're on the board of directors, it, it seems like they have absolutely no knowledge of security whatsoever. Like they never have seen a, an art heist movie from the 80s or 90s. So apparently the kid who broke into the museum, who threw a chair at the front door, a chair at the front door, apparently a burglar alarm wasn't did, didn't go off. Wouldn't you think that if you smashed the door of an art museum at 10 o'clock at night or thereabouts that... Oh, I don't know. Maybe the, the local police might, might get an alarm, might get a little warning and, and automatically trigger a visit, might you say? Now, apparently they needed to hire a consulting firm in order to find that information. What about, so then the kid, he smashes a bunch of glass cases that are protecting all of this art, or they're supposed to, there's apparently no alarms on those glass cases. Again, haven't you, you, you haven't seen an art movie from the 90s that w would have art behind a, a glass case? I mean, doesn't that seem like rather basic security for an art museum? 
So they, they don't have any security on the doors or on the glass cases, but you can be damn sure that if you try to go into that museum without a mask a couple of years ago, my God, there would have been, there would have been somebody hectoring you, following you around. That was, that was more important after all, right? Making sure that we were all in a mask. Anyway, don't get me started on the hoax. All right. That's probably about enough of the Dallas Museum of Art. I think we can close the case there. But hopefully there there won't be any more break-ins. I mean, apparently lack security, even in the age of every single person is a walking video camera. Apparently even in the, the information age of every single thing is recorded, every movement is recorded. You can still break into an art museum with zero effort, skill, or talent whatsoever. I'm Bronin, and catch me on Twitter at RTR underscore Bronin if you want to check out those photos of the damage to the Dallas Museum of Art.